Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about how to get your mornings right to win your nights, because both of them are interconnected and if we have problems to fall asleep at nighttime and we start to think about that before we go to bed, it's... uh, quite frequently just too late. So, by the way, there's a big thank you to Michaela from Always. She suggested to do a podcast around this topic and uh, it's not the first time that I got suggestions from you and pick up on, on them to create a podcast. So thanks so much. And this is also to encourage you to hand over topics to me if you think that's a thing that you would like me to talk about in this podcast. Just drop me an email at hello at sleeptrust.eu or connect with me on social media like um, like Michaela did. So essentially this podcast is for you if you have a hard time to fall asleep and looking backwards your day is kind of hectic, you just kind of rush into the day, you lose the bit of energy that you started off into the day with quite quickly and end up exhausted but have a hard time to fall asleep, then this one's for you because I'm going to walk you through a process that you can use to start into your day energized, to get back into control and to have a more satisfying day, which will help you to fall asleep when it's time to do so at nighttime. If we rush into the day without having the time for ourselves, without taking the time to plan our days, it's like putting our ship into the ocean without a clear plan. And what will happen is that we've got an intentional direction, or we might have, the wind is going to show up, it's going to let us deviate away from that course, we're going to feel confusion, we're going to feel that we have to put in a lot of energy to kind of keep up that feeling that we're in control, even though somehow and to some level we know we aren't. And in the end, we're going to feel very exhausted. We're going to end our day being far off track, We're going to feel or experience things like exhaustion, maybe even emotions like anxiety or other negative emotions over the course of the day. And some of us can end up being in a hard spot to fall asleep at night because negative emotions are going to keep us from falling asleep because we also need energy to sleep. And it's it's just kind of a thing that is very uh, interconnected with each other. It's the yin-yang theme, the theme of polarities, daytime, uh, experiencing energy, nighttime, having something that I call sleep energy, and you need to get both of them right. So that said, what do we want to do? First off, we want to invest a little bit of energy at the right time, and that's in the morning. So first off, I want you to set your alarm clock or to get up two hours before you have to leave the house. That's a big chunk of time, I know, and you'll say, okay, I have to get earlier, I'm going to be even more exhausted. You should take care that you get enough sleep, so get it, go to bed earlier, and if you're having a hard time to fall asleep right now, I know that might not be a thing that you can do from today to tomorrow, but you can certainly plan and get your, you know, move the time that you go to bed uh, slightly um earlier every single day so like 15 minutes 10 minutes 
for some of you it might be 30 minutes, uh, you see where you feel good with and get up that 15 minutes, 30 minutes earlier until you have two hours of time before you have to leave the house. It's essential because what we're going to do now is that we are going to get to be the captains of our lives, which we are anyway, but we want to be a good captain, right? We want to tell our ship where we're going to sail today. So first off, you're going to get up in the right way. That's what I wish and want you to do. To do so, I've got a three-step process. I call it wake up, get up, tune up. Okay, very simple. Wake up, you use your alarm clock and best use a light-based alarm clock. It's just far more friendly. It will get you, it will kind of adapt to our circadian rhythm, our natural way of getting up. These light-based alarm clocks dim up the light and at some point you're just going to wake up or use one that is connected to our sleep stages like a fitness tracker. If your fitness tracker is able to, to track when you're in deep and light sleep, which a lot of them can, they're probably going to be able to wake you up. Typically, you give them a period of time. So for me, I use a Withings Fitness Tracker. Uh, I give it 30 minutes. So I say I want to be up at 6 a.m. to the latest. So from 5.30 on, this alarm clock could kind of wake me up. And if I say, you know, two hours before uh, you leave the house, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, one, one uh, hour, 45 minutes or two hours, 15. It's just something to guide you. Just take it as a general rule and work your way through. As soon as you wake up, you want to get up. Don't use the this news button. Get up right away. Best do so by thinking about how you're going to get up right before you go to bed. So commit to getting up right away. See yourself get out of that bed right away when the alarm clock wakes you up. That's going to make it easier. If you still have a hard time, just count that back from five to zero. That's the Mel Robbins uh, method, like five, four, three, two, one, and get up. Don't think about it. Um, when you're up, you want to tune up. So best drink a glass of water and move your body. Get your body into motion. Get your body into light. So if it's light outside, and that's the thing that I personally do, what that I recommend you to do, have a walk. First thing in the morning, after you drink your glass of water, have a 30-minute walk. Uh, it's going to serve you so well. You're going to get into the light. You're going to have time to think about your day or about any other things that went through your uh, head. Maybe you had a dream you want to recap on um, or other things that you want to just think about in silence. You can also just listen to music when you wander around outside. It's just a great thing. And if it's dark outside or you don't want to have the walk, get into light. So maybe consider to get a daytime lamp. They work with like 10,000 looks. That's the measurement of light. So much, much lighter than a typical bulb would be. And that's a clear indicator that it's time to get up for our brains, for our bodies. Our eyes have little receptors in them that pick up on this light. There's the pineal gland that picks up on this. And the creation of hormones is dependent on if it's dark outside or not. Like melatonin gets produced when it's dark outside. As soon as, you know, it's very bright, melatonin production stops, our body knows it's daytime, and it's time to, to energize. So that's great. If you got that process right, you're up and running. Let's say you had a couple of minutes to, you know, connect with yourself, you got into light, you got your body into motion, you hydrated your body, now you're ready. Uh, now you just take time for yourself. You can have a breakfast or whatever. Typically what I do, and it doesn't matter when you do that, but you should do it in those two hours, is to take time at least, 
at least 10 minutes to plan your day. And the thing about planning your day is not like, yeah, yeah, I know what I've got to do here and uh, all, all that kind of, yeah, obviously I know I have to go to work. And all. No, plan, really plan your day. Plan one thing that you will be uh, feeling good when you achieve that. So the most important thing that the one thing that you say, if, if I achieve this, I'm happy with the result of this day. So time's precious. We're only here on this planet once, at, at least, you know, as far as it comes to me. I know there are religions out there that say we, we like Buddhism, where you might reincarnate. But for most of us, I think we believe that we're here once. And even if we're here a couple of times, we can't remember because obviously even the Buddhists don't really know which body they had in the past or which one they will have in future. Or if they're going to be enlightened, they're just working towards that. So it doesn't really matter. And time is precious. So think about what you want to create, what value you want to create this day. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. This can be a five-minute task. It can be a two-hour task. Just decide to do something that you know when you achieve this, you're going to be proud of yourself. You're going to be good. You're going to be feeling good. And when you've got that done, I want you to think about a couple of other aspects of our life because it's not only about work or this one important task. We want to have a 360 degree approach because that's what we are. We're, we're spiritual beings. We're human beings. And we need more than, you know, to achieve one task. So think about one thing that you consider to be fun for yourself. Little reward, whatever. Doesn't have to be something big. Can be, you know, can be as small as drinking a cup of coffee with somebody. Could be um, doing something that you just enjoy to do. But plan that. And the same is true for your well-being. Do something that you know is good for your health. One thing that you show to yourself, that you value yourself, value your body, and that you're doing something to appreciate that. This can be that you're going to go to the gym. This can be your walk even in the morning. That way you've already got that done. Well done. Pat your back. Um, this can be anything that you know, a healthy meal um, that you know will serve your well-being, a meditation. There's so many things out there that you can do that you know are good for your well-being. And pick something that is enjoyable. That's not only good for your well-being, but also might be enjoyable. It doesn't have to. So sometimes I pick the gym in this category, even though the enjoyment factor for the gym for me is not that big, to be honest. But when I'm done, I always feel proud of myself. I always feel better. That's why I do put it into this category occasionally. Uh, but it could also be a meditation or things like that. Uh, and the last thing that I want you to plan is to plan one relationship that you're going to nurture. So plan one person that you're going to connect to. This can be a phone call. This can be meeting up with somebody. Can be just sending somebody a lovely message. I'm sure you you're going to be very can be very creative about this. Uh, you can make somebody a little present. You can whatever do a good deed for somebody else. There are so many things that you can do that will serve you. And if you've got this right, you're really set up for the day. That means you're the captain of your ship. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's going to be windy or not you know how you can keep that ship on course now. And that doesn't mean that at daytime things will not happen anymore. Things will happen. But 
Now you're the cap, now you've got a plan and you know where you want to go. So your odds of getting there are just so much bigger than if you just have a unclear vision because you're going to be on a journey anyway. You're on that, that, let's be very clear here. You're on that ocean. So it's just you getting clear about that you want to be the captain. You want to be in control where that ship goes and to take the effort to do so in the morning. And that way you will feel so much better because in the end you're the captain anyway and you know when your ship is lost and you're just not going to feel that good as if you set out a little plan. Keep it small, but keep it realistic, but do it. Do less to completion. I think that's a very good success rule. Do less to completion. So don't start to think you have to do big things here to feel well, to steer that ship in a matter that... Uh, you will just feel bad because you're not going to reach that goal. Rather, do small things to completion. But take the 360 degree approach. So that's my second big tip. So get out of the bed the right way. Do these things. And what's going to happen is that over the course of the day, because you are now in a mindset that is a captain's mindset, you are going to achieve more small things, people are going to notice that you're far more directed, you're to the point, you're more productive, you're a better human being, and you just feel better because you're taking care of yourself at the same time, that you will feel better at nighttime. Because when you reflect on your day, you're going to be have more days where you just feel super proud and say, yeah, that was actually a good day. Great things happened today. And the way you spend your energy over the daytime is going to determine how much energy you have left at the nighttime. And we need energy to sleep too. It's just a different state of mind. We're not awake, we're sleeping, but our body nearly burns as much energy at nighttime as it does at daytime. So we want to feel good. We want to feel great. We want to feel tired too, but tiredness is not exhaustion. It's a different state. Feeling exhausted is a different state than feeling tired. If you take these things to heart, to take care that you get enough sleep, to take care that you wake up two hours before you actually leave the house, that you follow the rules how to get out of bed in the best way to get moving and to plan your day, then you are set up for success. And I don't mean like the success that is uh, solely business related or solely whatever related. This is a, a success formula for you as a person. And if you implement this, do this a couple of days, a couple of weeks, just move on. If you fail a day, no problem. Everybody fails a day. I fail at days, sometimes a couple of days in a row, but just pick up on that again. And you're going to develop a habit of being a better person, living a better life, not being a better person in particular, but living a better life, uh, a life that is much more fulfilling for you, much more energizing, enjoyable. And in the end, you will experience a much better night of sleep, I can assure you. And just to give you a little bit of context, the Sleep Trust Sleep Map is the proven process that I use to move people or help me people to move. They have to move on their own, obviously, from bad sleep, low energy levels, back to those high energy levels and deep, resting, peaceful sleep. And the middle block is all around practicing things to see what really helps. And these things are always related to the body, nutrition, or mind. 
And what I walk you through here in the morning, so just by starting the morning right, we nearly touch all of those categories. The light is a thing that's good for our body, as is the walk. The planning your day is very mind-based, so we're, we're doing things for our mind, emotions, uh, all connected to get us started right. And if you will pick the glass of water as nutrition, which we could also say it's something for the body, but I'd say in this case, we're going to go with it as nutrition. It's not a black and white thing here. Then we've got all categories in there. And that's always a good thing. The more categories you serve doing things, the better it is for your sleep, the quicker you will get there. And that's the way you can pull the most value out of this. But as always, it's your choice. So you can choose. You're the captain of your ship. And you can choose if you take your time in the morning to plan that route or if you just move through the ocean and see what happens and kind of let the wind and islands or whatever determine where you're going to go because your ship's going to move. Either it's going to move into the direction that you pick for it or it's going to move into the direction the wind or other factors choose for you. But you can also decide, obviously, to be a good captain, to consider doing these things or taking the pieces that you know will serve you because this is not a one-fit-all, even though the tips that I've shared here with you are going to serve all of you good. I'm, I'm nearly 100% sure, but it's not a one-fit-all. It never is. Pick the pieces that relate to you. Pick the pieces that you think will really serve you where you say, okay, I've got a little weakness here and I want to strengthen that. I want to improve my life and experience how this is going to help you to find back to superb deep resting sleep and also to a happier overall life and to, I'd say, a more energized life because the way you spend your energy over the course of the day uh, will really determine how much energy you're going to have in the evening. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If you want to win your night, you better get your mornings right. The best way to do so is to get up two hours before you have to leave the house. Start your day by getting into the three-step process of waking up, getting up, and tuning up, and then plan your day in a 360-degree approach. That way, you're really going to be the captain of your ship and steering towards a successful day and a good night's sleep. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about what you can do if you had a short night of sleep or a bad night of sleep to energize and to bring you through the day as good as possible. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu, that's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good
good sleep.